next headline. So then the man in the black stands up again, has a $50 bill, and he begins to tear it into small pieces, one by one. Next headline is America in Pieces. Subtitle, more states secede from the nation in rebellion to the federal government. Just this week, Texas is now openly discussing possibly seceding from the union. Yep. Well, it would make sense. I mean, Texas is a conservative state. And um, I mean, I think the level of outrage that people are seeing and having, I think it will show up this November in the midterm elections in yep. 2022 of the border crisis and just, you know, even acts, I believe it's an act 17. God establishes the borders of nations. That's not racism. That's just God maintaining unity and diversity, meaning unity of nations with diverse culture. Um, you know, God understands that, you know, there's different cultures in different countries, but, but to open up the, the border just to let people flood in with no accountability, them given almost more rights, more financial assistance, more help and more priority than the than American citizens have had. I think that, I mean, Texas is obviously going to be one of those main states that's affected by that the most. And I think at some point, and I certainly was not the first person that said this, but I think there'll be a discovery at some point, And I believe this is the Lord. There, there will be a level of discovery of something coming across our southern border that when the American people find out about it, it will be a level of outrage that our federal government was allowing this, that it will cause a lot of people to turn even against the federal government. And there will be a revolution. I think it could be two things, the, the overturning of Roe v. Wade or and when people discover that's not known now, something that is being allowed to come across our southern border um, that we don't even really know the full extent of it. When that's discovered, there will be an outrage that could literally cause states to begin to secede or states to begin to unify in pockets in the nation uh, for at least a period of time. Well, based upon all of the dreams and visions and angel visits of the modern people that are hearing from God, I would say that probably what is going to cause the states to start pulling out of the United States is the loose border. I think that a lot of the people that are coming across, yes, I know the, the news, which is owned and controlled by the Moloch and ball worshipers, even Fox News, it's all controlled opposition. I think that a lot of the the people coming across the border, contrary to what they show us, are not these women with their little children looking for a job, starving to death. A lot of those are military age men. And my suggestion, my suspicion, I can't prove it, is that they're given cell phones and they're told you can stay. But when that cell phone rings and tells you to show up at a certain place and they get military training and they're handed some bullets and handed some rifles and maybe something far more powerful than that. And they are made to be part of a resisting internal army to fight against our nation. Yep. Again, Dimitri was told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. That's what you're talking about. Started by the communists. And then here's the point. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. That's an internal revolution because of the internal revolution. In other words, we don't like the good guys kicking out the bad guys. 
And so consequently, I mean, our nation has just become, well, as the angel said in Revelation 18, a habitation of devils, a hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Yeah. So this, I think we are seeing a effort. There are powers that be that I, I believe that communism and Islam, one's political, one's a religious system, they may be very different, but they have very similar desired objectives, control, domination. Uh, and Killing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think that those two systems, one political communism and its various shades, and then Islam, I think they are directly wanting to influence the people that are coming across the southern border. I'm not talking about the people that are just trying to, you know, escape trouble or want a better way of life. I have compassion for those kind of people. And I know that there are some of those people intermingled, but there are evil people. There are plants coming across that southern border. And I think something will be discovered, some major discovery that, that, when the American people find out our government was allowing that to come across the Southern border and they didn't stop it, whatever outrage, whatever this is, it's going to cause some trigger. This outrage will be discovered and it will cause a backlash against the federal government that I think will net we've never seen before. And it will begin this internal revolution. Why do you say that? You have a reason. I say that because I believe the Lord has shown me that, but I also have known people that I trust that have heard the voice of God, who have heard those things similar and heard them before I did. Um, and I just believe that something will trigger, something will be found out in the midst of all of this border cross, illegal border crossing. They're just flooding in. And then it'll, it'll be found out that was ha- that was being allowed to come over. Some kind of event will cause an awareness to happen. And when people find out about it, I think they in large numbers, they will, will lose. They'll their anger towards the federal government will be unprecedented. OK, next headline. U.S. Military, military takes charge. Let me read it again. U.S. military takes charge as uncertainty looms over the federal government. I think that's Dimitri Dudeman's internal revolution in your comment. I agree. Okay, next headline. So then the man shows him a dollar bill, kind of like a cell phone, and a one dollar bill all at the same time that had George Washington's face on it. I think that that is the new quantum financial system tied into the Starlink uh, Elon Musk satellites, because we are doing away with coins and paper. So says finalwakeupcall.info, which I do not recommend people go to that site, but that's what it says. And that all of our coins and paper are all going away. We're going to a new digital system. And it was the, quote, benevolent extraterrestrials, in other words, we call them demons, that gave us this quantum computer which is far faster than anything mankind has ever made. And it's going to monitor and track every transaction on the globe so that no man might buy or sell, save you had the mark and the name of the beast and the number of his name. Comment. Yeah, I think that 
what we're going to see in, in, in the midst of this. I do think it is some form of digital currency because then they can control all monetary transactions right. and make it sound plausible because they'll say even drug dealers will have to pay taxes. You know, they'll make it sound appealing um, as if though it's actually everybody's benefiting. It's stopping some crimes from happening. And I think there'll be a, but I, I will say this. I think there are going to be places on the map um, and ministries on the map. And I believe you and, and I hope that I are, are representative of what I'm about to say. I think after this shaking happens in this deep shaking of every form of institution, political, economic, religious, media, um, all of these different spheres of influence, when the shaking is done, what will emerge is the kingdom. And I think that even before the second coming before the Lord, we're going to see pockets or micro versions of community of believers who are basically outposts of the new Jerusalem. And I think they will even have an alternative. I mean, there'll be some ways that will look similar, but I think they'll even have an alternative form of doing business, uh, perhaps bartering, I think that we'll have our own businesses, our own economy, and we will show finally in a microcosm fashion what it could look like as an alternative, a contrast to the way of the world and the Babylonian system. This is what the kingdom of God looks like in imperfect form. This isn't the second coming, but there are people that are seeing the kingdom of God being birthed out of the church. Cities became cities of refuge. All of a sudden, the body of Christ stood up like a mighty sleeping giant in the earth and began to minister miracles returned to the church. People were coming to them, and I saw signs, wonders, and miracles being poured out all over America. I saw America being shaken as the worldly couldn't go to the government anymore. They had to come back to the church for help. I saw entire cities become cities of refuge. As people were plunging into these cities because there was life there, Glory there, the presence of God there, there was peace there. They were running back, and revival was taking place. That's what you're describing, that's Shane Warren. That's that is. I have shared this with my team, my staff. This is a vision that the Lord has recently given me, and it is. It's like outposts of the New Jerusalem, microcosm forms of the kingdom of God that I believe, Stan, is going to be an alternative because we see, let me just say this, the whole Bible is a story and a picture of two kingdoms, two parallel kingdoms that ultimately culminate in the book of Revelation. They're they're pictured as, as two women. One's the harlot. One is the bride of Christ, pure and white. One is a city. The other is the New Jerusalem, Babylon, the city, the New Jerusalem, the city coming down. We see the, 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 the priesthood. We see so many metaphoric, parabolic representations of these two opposing kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, the wheat and the tares, coming into full maturity for the clash at the end. Right. Um, and so I think that after this shaking will emerge, and I'm saying, I'm going on record, I'm prophesying it, you're going to see microcosms, outpost of the new Jerusalem, were an alternative to uh, the Babylonian society. We're going to see people model, demonstrate, 
show what it looks like to do something. Here's what I describe it. It will be those of us who believe in a restoration, a literal coming kingdom, but we will be a prophetic shadow of what the whole earth will look like in the millennial uh, age or in the kingdom age. And it is a desire for a Christian alternative uh, who those of us who have experienced the reign of Christ now in our soul and that heaven has already begun in our soul and it will be cities of refuge, Christian communities dedicated to salvation, healing and holy living. And we will have a whole economically, politically, we the church will become more than a gathering place on Sunday. The church will become the kingdom and and that we'll see the kingdom birthed out of the church. It used to be 80 years ago and then kind of a ballpark that the every little community had built their own church and they sent their children up to church. That was the school. And they hired a teacher and the teacher taught them, taught them the Bible and then how to read and write. And then three times a week, they gathered at the church. And if you wanted to meet anybody, if you wanted to find a mate, you found them at church. Everything circled around the church. Now everything circles around Hollywood and all the filth it puts out. And the the TV, you know, we're on TV every night. We're watching the American Idol. What a name, okay? All kinds of filth. Let's go to the next one. Can I ask you who wrote that prophecy that you just read to me about the cities of Yeah, that's uh, Shane Warren. If you want, I'll send you a copy. Please. Uh, we've got another fellow, Jason Meeks, said he saw that people, again, cities, uh, and they, they told people you can come in, and they gave him a copy of the Ten Commandments and said you have to learn these, and you have to follow them, and if you don't follow them, we're going to kick you out. And also that there was no police, that there was a sheriff, but everybody was armed. And because everybody's armed, you knew you step across the line and self-justice would take over. So anyway, the next one is uh, new currency for a renewed nation. Um, I think we are going digital, but I also still think that there is going to be some kind of a paper note, at least for a little while. But again, eventually it'll be totally digital. So if you don't have the mark, yeah, can't buy or sell. Yep, I agree. Go to the next one. Okay, sure. the final one. Simplicity restored as Americans begin to grow their own food again. I might add, Joseph Kitchen uh, wheat. We did not know this when we found a couple of uh, Kansas wheat farmers that were uh, buying the, the wheat from. They they literally d- deliver it. Man, man, I'll tell you quickly. We. They not we. I mean, it's not me. It's I'm, I'm not the one that runs it. It's my daughter that runs it. But they bought these pro boxes, and they're giant plastic boxes, four foot by four foot by about six foot, hold twenty five hundred pounds of wheat, and they bought forty four of them. So they had the wheat farmers and their trucks come and pick them up, take them out to Western Kansas, fill it with wheat, and bring it back. They lift it up on a forklift, and it has this. If I can show you with my hand here, it has a hopper on the bottom. And you just do this, and it pours right into the seven-gallon pail where we send it out in seven-gallon pails. And I can remember from folks at the church, we had five guys that took us about five hours to fill 230 buckets. They fill 230 buckets in 10 minutes with two people now. <laughs> but, but anyway, the, 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 the farmers 
that God hooked us up with just happened to be certified seed. In other words, when farmers go to buy their seed to plant, to grow, they buy this seed. So the the Joseph's Kitchen seed can not only be eaten, but it's also good to grow your own wheat. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think that, you know, when there is a reorientation of, of society, I think that people are going to recognize all the advancements, all of the technology, all these things that we relied upon the last 100 years of convenience. In the end, when everything's stripped away, nothing replaces growing your own food. You yeah. know, the agriculturalist, you know, that's you go back to Cain and Abel. I mean, you, you were never going to escape that. We don't see it because we commercial farmers are growing much of the food that we're buying at the stores. There's going to come a point where I believe that more people are going to become just like after World War II. You know, after World War II, they had what they called the victory gardens and people were growing their own food again. And uh, after the war and in light of the economic uh, situation at the time. So I think we're going to see that again. Elevated gardens, people growing their own gardens again uh, so that they can know where their food's coming from and um, be secure in that. Okay, brother, let's, uh, let's do this. Uh, I, you've got a whole nother uh, dream that I want to, I want to get you on back, back here for again. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I want to conclude with this. I want to conclude with a compliment. You know, I've been around this old world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, had 160 guest speakers making 330 DVDs, my wife's made 32 DVDs. I made 37. She's written eight books. I've written four. And I think that you are one of the most important speakers we've had. Not because Chris is a great guy, although he is. I think that God looked down and decided he was going to use you to do some very big and powerful things. And I don't think that this is the end of the angel visits. I think it's the beginning. And I think there's some very big and powerful things you're going to be doing, my brother. Well, I'm humbled. I know myself. I'm an imperfect man, but I love the Lord and I love God's people. And I love you. And thank, thank you for letting me be thank on. You. Thank you. All right, folks, Chris Reed. And you can uh, you can reach him. How, Chris? With your email. Uh, uh, your, I mean, your, your website. Yeah. So I'm, as I said, acting president, Morningstar Ministries. Morningstarministries.org. Of course, we have conferences as well. People can go to M Star M um, Morningstar Ministries. Uh, you know, there for uh, events. Mstarevents.com. That's what it was. Forgive me. M is in mom. Mstarevents.com. And then also Chris Reed Ministries on YouTube. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, and Morningstar Ministries has a YouTube channel as well. So, yeah. God bless you. Thank you for being on. We look forward to having you on our, our platforms as well. Love to be on. I thought this was interesting, so I want to bring this to you. This is actually a map of how the power grid is shared because we tend to think, say, for example, down here in Texas, oh, well, we would never have a power outage. Yeah, well, we used to say that until not this past winter, but winter before last when a lot of us, including me, my my electricity was on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes, on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes, for about 48 hours. And, I mean, I had to take 
candles and all kinds of things to keep things from freezing up. Fortunately, we didn't have any bad damage, but that was because of blankets and I had candles. Now, I want you to notice here, is here on the West Coast, we want to think, oh, well, okay, so if there's a problem here, that won't affect us over here. It won't affect us down here. Well, if there's a problem any place in this area, various places, if maybe not the whole thing could be shut down. Same thing if there's a problem anywhere in the Northeast, all of it could be shut down. Texas kind of seems to be its own country, but the point is there, any place there could be a problem. So it could all be shut down, which is why I'd recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. And the little bit difference here, one is you want to get a machine package. I've talked about that before. That's what grinds your wheat berries into flour, put it into a flour bread machine, push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, along with six other ingredients, and you have a loaf of bread, wonderful loaf, hot loaf of bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for two people a year, four people one year, six people one year. But here's the new part. We just started offering this. We've had a lot of people say, yeah, well, what happens when the electricity goes off? So I searched all kinds of different remedies. What do you do when your electricity goes off? I mean, I spent many days researching it. And it seemed like I had somebody email me, hey, you know, this right here is real. Yeah, but they're out of them. Okay. The, the people got to have them. Okay. So you can say, well, there's a really good one over here, but if they're out of stock, they're out of stock. Okay. We're not going to help us. So here's what I found. I really like this little unit. I've got it setting right here. I could reach over and, yeah, I will. Here, here in a week or so, we're going to get an, another new unit, and I'm going to show you how it all works. But I've got this. I've tested it. I mean, I've actually had this laying on my lawn. I've hooked my electricity, my my uh, my computer. This computer has been hooked up to it. Uh, my bread machine. Here's what I found. Now, so I'm going to start with the bad news because I figure if. <laughs> If I'll tell you the bad news, then you know the rest of it is all good good news. And the bad news is this. Since this little generator is powered by the sun, if you have a totally cloudy day and the sun is not out at all, then it is not going to power your refrigerator, and you will get a warm refrigerator. It is not strong enough to do that. Now, here in a few weeks, we plan to offer another one that is going to be strong enough to power it even in such a situation. However... It's going to cost over twice the price of this little rascal. Right now, this is probably the best deal going out there. I'm talking about somebody that has them in stock so that they can get them out to you. Now, what we're doing, to let you know, we're going to do this for about another week. We're going to see how many orders come in. And then based upon how many orders come in, then we're going to place our first large order. And I'm guessing that that first large order will be uh, 40 or 50 of them. But we will see. We'll see how many you order. You order a lot of these, and we'll we'll get them. And we can get them in uh, three to five days. So at least that's that's what we're told. Now, let me explain it. So this is the unit. Now, think of this as just a battery, okay? But it's not just any battery. There's three kinds of batteries. Lead acid, like you put in your car, that's garbage for what we're talking about. Lithium, like is in your cell phone, that's still garbage because of lithium only has about 500 cycles. That means when you charge it up, you run it down, charge it. And don't charge, don't run it below 20%, or you'll kill the, the lithium. So lithium is not good for this. This is what they call an iron phosphate battery. And this particular one has about 2,500 cycles. 2,500 cycles. And it can go to zero, though we don't recommend you take it to zero. No battery likes to go to zero. 
you can charge it all the way, or you can discharge it all the way down to 20%, and then between 20 to 80%, it charges back up pretty quickly. From 80 up to 100, it, it takes a long time to charge. So we don't recommend you, unless you have just plenty of time and plenty of energy to do that. So anyway, it has four 220-watt solar panels, and it has 1,800 continuous watts. The reason that's important is because that little mill that grinds the wheat berries and flour takes about 1,450. So we didn't want to get it too close. We want to have not. We don't want to get it right too close to the ceiling. So it needs to have 1,800 watts. This does. It also has a 1,488 hour watt hour storage. What does that mean? Well, my electric, my, my uh, refrigerator out here uses about 3,000 watts to run for 24 hours. So that's the reason I'm telling you this is not powerful enough by itself to power a refrigerator for 24 hours. It would need to be at least 3,000 watt hours. However, to jump up to that, based upon my calculations and what I've seen here, it's, it's not worth the price. I'll show you a better way to do it. So here's what they try to sell you. They try to sell you a big storage, but they only give you two little 100-watt solar panels. That's not enough. Then some of them will leave, of course, only 600 hours or 600 watts. But what we do is instead we offer, our program is we put together four 220-watt solar panels, four of them, because you don't get any power out of the battery unless you put it in with the solar panels. So it's better to have more power in the solar panels and less power in the battery. So what we're trying to do is get you a, ba- a budget. We're trying to get you something so that it will at least make bread even on a cloudy day. And then most of the rest of the time it will do really, really powerful. And that's what this is. So with this particular setup like we're offering, you're going to have four 220-watt solar panels. That's pretty powerful. So that means it's going to charge your battery during the day, but as it's charging, you can still make bread, run your computer, your cell phones, and a refrigerator. This will run a refrigerator unless you get a cloudy day. Uh, it's, it's powerful enough, and probably your refrigerator can go a couple hours with no electricity. I haven't been able to test that yet. Uh, I did try to see if it would go 24 hours, and it, it no, it won't. But this is a nice little unit. I've, I've had it now for a couple of weeks, and I really like it. So here's the bottom line. On a sunny day, it'll make three loaves of bread, run your fridge, your computer, your phones. On a partly cloudy day, it'll do about half that. But on a cloudy day, all of them, they're, they're all like that. Okay? If you have clouds, you don't have any power. And it's now partly cloudy is partly power. So what we suggest Yes, we're going to have a more powerful unit here in a couple of weeks. But understand, it's going to be over twice the price. So if you're looking for something to what I think will do the job, to make bread, and to keep you up and going, to, how do I say this? For the best bang for the buck, this is what I think it is. Now, yes, I'm looking forward to the more, more powerful unit. And it has not actually arrived. We have actually paid money for it and ordered it, and it's on the way. And as soon as I test, I'll let you know about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be over twice the price. So unless you want to spend twice the price, this is probably the unit that you really want to get right here. Four 220-watt solar panels, and you can use this to make bread. 
delicious, homemade, healthy, nutritious, homemade bread. And these are loaves that I've actually made and I've actually cooked and eaten and cut and everything. You get them at josephskitchen.com. Right down here is where you go to order this solar generator. If you go to watchprophecyclub.com, we have a very awesome special for you. We're offering seven two-and-a-half-hour DVDs valued at $210, normally $30 each, for a gift of $20. All of them you can watch for a gift of $20, and you can stream them all seven <laughs> for the next 90 days, all for a gift of $20. Now, here are the seven you get to watch. Russian defector invasion warning with Stanislav Law of Lunev. This is the guy that came over and said, yes, they've smuggled suitcase nuclear bombs in America. This is the guy. You want to see him? Here it is. And then Russia's secret weapon to defeat America, Bill Snevelin, talking about scalar wave. Russian, Amer Russian bear awakes me, talking about how the Russian bear has been awaking. And the storm judgment revival, this is what we talked about a lot from Shane Warren when he's talking about how he saw a storm, an economic storm, and then the Gulf Lakes open up all the way down to Mexico, things like that. Top Secret Soviet War Plans by Jeff Nyquist. This is the guy that researches various Russian defectors. He's the one guy that brought us Stanislav Lunev, and he talks about how they plan to take out America. Then we had Pastor Massey talk on Babylonians are coming. He had like seven different dreams or visions, also talking about the fall of America. And my favorite speaker, Henry Gruber, talking on I saw subs attack America. Now, here's how you can watch all seven of them for a gift of $20. Go to watchprophecyclub.com, and then you want to click right here. Or actually, just scroll down to here, and it'll look like this. Click on Russia and Bible Prophecy. Click right here, and then you can go in, click here, you sign up. Now, this is a really good deal to get Russian Video 7 DVD bundle for $20 for three months. That's a good deal. But the best deal is right here. You, get, you can get $20 a month forever, and you can watch any, a number of over 300 DVDs. But the best deal is right here. Get an annual subscription, $200 a year, and you can have all of these 300 DVDs at your access anytime you want to. And you can do that by going to WatchProphecyClub.com. The best deal is not $20 a month. The best deal is $200 a year, and you can watch over 300 DVDs. Really good deal. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. $20 a month or $200 a year. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.